The IDP Pros Podcasts on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network are brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL Win Totals Contest with a $1,000 first prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash Patreon. The IDP Pro Players Pod is a proud member of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, home of the hottest, smartest, and fastest-growing sports gambling and fantasy football providers in professional sports entertainment to date. And now, without any further delay, here's your veteran, infamous No Dirty O in season and senior IDP pros, Johnny the Greek and Gary, the IDP tipster, coming off the edge as always with their deepest standard league NFL defensive takes. Welcome back to the IDP Pros Podcast. My name is Johnny the Greek. This week I am not joined with the IDP tipster. He is in Canton for the Fantasy Expo. I am joined, however, by a good friend, a very special guest, a degenerate. He is at Adam IDP of the IDPshow.com. He is a co-host, a ranker, and a known degenerate. Adam, how are you, sir? That's right. One of the lowest of the lows. I am doing fantastic, Johnny. It's always good to get over here and chop it up with you, brother. Likewise, man. Likewise. We've had some adventures over the years. We had a DFS show back in the day. We we, we think alike on many things, so uh, we get along well. That's right. Yeah, that we, that was a lot of fun. Uh, we should we should maybe rehash that at some point. We still we still are waiting for the uh, the DFS IDP. Um, you know, collab, but I, I, that's coming at some point. I feel like at some point there's there's going to be something like that, and then yeah, maybe we maybe we boot something up again, and because uh, those are always great. I mean, again, like you, like you mentioned, like we just kind of think similarly about a lot of stuff. So uh, yeah, I think you're one of the best in the business, and uh, it's it's always a pleasure. Likewise, my friend. Likewise, you guys have the best IDP podcast out there. There's no doubt about that. So everyone should be listening to that at the idpshow.com. But let's get to know Adam a little bit. And then we're going to talk about some week one matchups, some guys that we really like their matchups, really want to start them in IDP in week one. Let's start at the beginning, though, my friend. How did you get into all this? What, you know, when did fantasy start? And how did you guys get this deep into IDP? Gosh, uh, started playing fantasy when I was, I don't know, probably 16. So in high school, did the, you know, the normie offense only team defense stuff for probably 10 years and uh i don't know like any addiction any drug you get into it just eventually evolves into something worse you know and then you, you find yourself in some dark alley uh doing basalts you know we're out of xanax that's kind of how it, that's kind of how it goes <laughs> you know and that's where idp is kind of you know it's we start throwing in i'm also in leagues like where it's like contracts and stuff and full idp so i mean you just you just can never scratch the itch enough. Also, we're doing the all 22 stuff, which that throws an offensive <laughs> lineman. So it's, a, I mean, it's a real illness, you know, but just, yeah, just like most things that I, I'm interested in, it just ends up, you know, just evolving and uh, just adding to it and, and stuff. But I started doing IDP, I guess, probably uh, like seven or eight years ago. I think we, we got Josh, everyone probably knows Josh. 
um, co-host with me on the IDP show, but he's one of these guys that's like always just getting into just, I don't know, stuff that's kind of not hip yet. Just he's always wanting to try stuff. Um, and so it was his idea. He was like, hey, I think this would be a lot of fun. This is kind of what I've always been looking for. And I was like, I don't know. I didn't really want to commit to it. I was like, I'll do it for a year. Uh, kind of like a little douche or something, you know, when you're young and you think you, 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 you like, you think you know everything. You don't want to be like uh, vulnerable and admit you didn't know about this this cool thing. Um, but yeah, I, I I was like, I'll do it for a year. But then as soon as I got involved, it's like Jesus, this is awesome. This is this is the way to play fantasy football. And uh, yeah, man, it just kind of took off from there. You, you, played for you know three or four years and then like we got to thinking about like maybe we should do content you know because there wasn't really a lot of a lot of content out there for idp um as you know um and yeah i mean we had a little kind of cool thing where it was all of us living here you know in the in the same area and all of us into idp and all in this same league together that we all just love and we still love it's, it's just it, it was it made a lot of sense and and yeah, man, it's it's been an awesome ride. We've we've really enjoyed doing it and getting to meet just so many cool people in in, in our in our little world. Yeah, no doubt, dude, no doubt. And uh, I'm glad you guys answered that question too, or you answered that question too. Um, yeah, because I'm glad you guys got into the the content creation. I remember listening to your first episode, and it, I told you guys this immediately. I was like, holy shit, these guys have chemistry. They know each other. They get along. They don't talk over each other. Uh, they bring good information. They're entertaining. They're funny. They're interesting. It, you're the opposite of so many things that I see out here in this place in the best way possible. You guys have an excellent, excellent show. So I'm glad you made the jump. No doubt. Thank you, man. That that means a ton to us. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, we just, we have fun. We have fun doing it. These, I've known these guys my entire life and that's, that's just something it's it's hard to replicate that you know just relations lifelong relationships with these dudes um and they're just awesome people man and and they know football and it's it's it just it's easy it really is the idp pros podcast on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by our patreon the sports gambling podcast patreon is perfect for the diehard degenerate Sign up for the Patreon to get access to exclusive contests, including the NFL Win Totals Contest with a $1,000 first prize. Plus, we've got a monthly SGP Stories podcast, which is an ad-free, uncensored show highlighting the best stories from decades of being degenerates. There's even a Discord channel just for our patrons. The Sports Gambling Podcast has and always will give out all their picks for free, and the Patreon is a great way to support the network and fight back against corporate gambling. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash Patreon. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash Patreon. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, yeah, speaking of some crazy wild formats, so so I assume, you know, uh, you know, the kind of full IDP is your favorite, but uh, what else? You're in the RSO. What, talk about that maybe. What's that like? Yeah, RSO. So that's like um, there's they have a salary cap in there and it mirrors like the actual NFL. I think it's like what, like 223 million or something at this point, there's no offensive linemen. So, I mean, it's not, you know, it's not a one for one um, or anything like that, but I mean, it's pretty close. I mean, you, you know, you, ha you have, you have contracts you can offer guys. They're four year contracts, three year contracts, two year contracts, or just a single year contract. 
You can extend guys. You can franchise tag guys. You can do basically everything that a real life NFL GM can do. Um, and yeah, that league it's it's like eleven offensive starters. It's a single QB, but it's like single QB, two running back, three receivers, a tight end, and like four flex uh, and a kicker. And then on defense, it's like true position IDP. So it's like defensive tackle, two defensive ends, three linebackers, two cornerbacks, two safeties, and then we do a flex. So that's that's my favorite league by far. But I'm in a lot of leagues where it's like super flex, you know, full IDP. Like there's some leagues where we start like 14 IDPs. And I do, I do love those. I do love those leagues, but I, it's hard to find. <laughs> it's hard to find a lot of people that are into that stuff. You know, it's like, I feel like nine to nine to 11, never forget is, is like this is that's what you can hope for, for like the casual person to, to eventually get to Right. Yeah, no doubt, man. Yep. That's uh that's the end goal. That's a good end goal right there. But yeah, like we're never, I'm never going to push like, oh, you should do 14, 14, 14 IDPs. This is the way to do it. No, I mean, that's just crazy. I understand that like I'm in, I'm on the total other end of the spectrum. If we, hell, if you can, if you, if you want to do three IDPs, I'm totally on board with that. But I think we're kind of getting there. I think more people have kind of come on board with IDP. More, more people are kind of, I don't know. We, we've just had a really good response with with the show and and we we've, we've did a we did a best ball tournament recently and that was like filled super fast and everyone's really excited about that it's just i've been kind of surprised at just um how popular it's been lately we're out of xanax so all things being even in most of the startups slash best balls you've done this off season slash lately, what's your typical strategy? Uh, have you, how have you adjusted to the world? If you were three down linebackers and things like that, what's that look like for you? There's still a ton out there, man. You know what I mean? When we've been doing these best balls, like, and these are, these are really deep, like IDP only best balls. These are like, you know, 31 rounds, like, we're starting like four defensive linemen, four linebackers, four defensive backs, four flex. So, I mean, uh, like we're getting deep and like, there's like 50, 60 linebackers that I feel pretty solid about, you know, like, uh, I understand that like the, these a hundred percent guys, even these 90% guys, that's, that's, we're getting less and less in that, uh, of that type of player. But I mean, so, Like we've seen like Denzel Perriman, Jermaine Pratt, like tons of these guys that just get 70%, 80% still extremely productive. Just eat like tackle eaters. You know, it's just always, you can always find linebacker production. I mean, I think that linebackers are still going to be very useful and they're still very useful in, in today's NFL. I mean, I think we saw last year teams getting back to running the rock. If you're going to play the these, you know, two two high safety sets, which a lot of teams do, like teams are going to run it. And so, I mean, I think that's also maybe why you saw someone like Jack Campbell get drafted in the first round this year. You know, I think teams are kind of the kind of thinking like, well, we, we kind of do need someone that can that can maybe be a thumper and stop the run because we're going to have to deal with that. Like that's, that's again, it's pretty kind of going back to establish the run football a little bit. So I get it. So you're more a defensive line guy on, on startups. 
Yes, right. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, I got yeah. you. And, and, and I get that, dude. I get that. You and me are so far in the degenerate side of things. I, if I don't have enough like linebackers that I like, I, I'm not going to lose any sleep over it because I'm going to see them before they happen on waivers and I'm going to get them before everyone else does because we have to to not sound like assholes doing these shows every week during the season. So exactly. it's, a, it's a different world for us. But, you know, your average player is probably worried about that. But I hear you, dude. <laughs> I, I, I want a strong defensive line, especially yes. if, if it's defensive tackle uh, also involved, like 100 percent need that. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I know a lot of it depends on your scoring and stuff, but yeah, I still don't really think it matters that much. You, your elite edge guys, elite defensive linemen, it's just so, you can't find that during the season. You just can't, you just cannot. Uh, and there's like, you know, God, you can, we can probably name off like 20 different linebackers that you could find off waivers last year that were ended up just being extremely useful. Um, but yeah, man. I, so yeah, my strategy is always going to be load up on defensive linemen the the first probably six rounds at least. Try and get at least like four defensive linemen those first six rounds, and then maybe sprinkle a stud linebacker or two in there. But completely just not paying attention to defensive back, right? Def- like right. if if those deep leagues or whatever where thirty one spots, you're basically going to allocate like 12, 12 spots for defensive linemen. 10 spots for linebackers. And then, you know, my last nine or 10 picks, it's just straight defensive backs, just completely ignore them until the end of the draft. Because I mean, again, like there's just so many good defensive backs out there and so many good cornerbacks that just people just are not hip to the corner, um, the corner game. I mean, there's just a lot of really good corners. Uh, Like, you know, this, I mean, that's why you do a streaming corner thing. Um, you don't have to. You don't have to ever pay up for a cornerback. There's some stud ones always out there on waivers. Yep. Yeah, I'm with you. And and I actually I like Justin Varn's approach. He uses something called anchor linebacker, where he'll get yeah. one or two anchor linebackers, and the rest is all defensive line. And and he knows he can plug those holes by week four in season with waivers because it's coming. It always does between the injuries and the other bullshit. It's it's going to happen, no doubt. I love that dude. Yeah, I was I, I do something similar. I, I I really like try and get one like real bona fide stud. If you miss out on like a, a, a stud, like then I just kind of just wait. But that's what I was I love to do. Like if I can get like a Devin White in the second or even like a Bobby Wagner in the third or something like that. Bobby Wagner once again being slept on. on the ball. I think he's going like linebacker nine in these best balls, but just so solid so consistent just a lock for 150 tackles every single year almost yeah no doubt let's hope father time doesn't get him this year i don't think so though what good is football content if it doesn't cover both sides of the ball the sgpn idp pros have you covered on defense but we have more to offer than just idp check out our flagship podcast the sgpn fantasy football podcast with emerson beery and justin bruni Follow that up with a chaser of old-fashioned football with your hosts, Justin and Miranda Mark. All of the SGPN podcasts pride themselves on their actionable content. They bring the research and analysis you need to win. So help support SGPN and download the SGPN app and catch all of our premium football content. 
The IDP Pros Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Best Ball Mania 4 is here, and Underdog Fantasy is giving away $15 million in prizes. Underdog Pick'em is also a great way to get down on your favorite Major League Baseball and College Baseball player props. So many ways to win over on Underdog and active in so many states. Head on over to underdogfantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Let's shift gears a little bit here, talk Vikings. So you guys are coming off a season where you won the division. I watched the quarterback show on Netflix. Uh, this is your team, by the way. I know this. The people don't. This yes. is Adam's favorite team. Man, I was not a Cousins fan before watching that net quarterback show on Netflix. I love the guy now. Totally different view of him and what he went through and who he is as a person. Uh, I'm kind of pulling for him now. What do you think the season looks like for them this year? I need to watch that quarterback show. My wife has been talking to me about it. She's like, I think you would like it. It's something that we can watch. So, yes, I, I will be watching that soon. Um, and everyone has been basically saying the same thing. Like, Kirk Cousins comes away from it looking amazing. So, yeah, I mean, season-wise, we're not <laughs> – we got a weird defense, man. And we got Brian Flores in there. They they got rid of a lot of players. I mean, no more Eric Kendricks. Um, no more uh, Dalvin Tomlinson. No more Patrick Peterson. And, you know, no more Zadarius Smith. That's a massive loss. Yeah, or Cook. <laughs> Delvin Cook, yeah. Right. E- so, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I do love Jordan Addison. That was an amazing uh, draft pick, I think. I think he's going to ball, like, immediately. Um, and everything you're hearing in camp is that the dude looks legit. So, I like that. I think that's going to be a good pick. It's going to be a fun offense. I mean, the offense is going to be fun, even though we lost Cook and we got Madison uh, and also running backs don't matter. It'll be a fun team. It's going to be a fun team, but I don't think the defense is, as, you know, it's just not good enough to, you got to have a good defense. You got to be a balanced team at this point, and they're just going to, they're going to get in shootouts with basically every good offense just because they're not going to be able, I mean, I don't think, I do think Brian Flores is going to be a nice um, presence there for that defense, but man, they're just, they're very young. You have Daniel Hunter and you have Harrison Smith, but Outside of those guys, man, there's just not really a lot of experience. It's a lot of, it's a lot of hoping. I mean, you got like Brian Osamoa, Marcus Davenport, a lot of question marks. You know, Cameron Bynum's a solid player. Josh Metellus is fine. Lewis Seen is, I don't know. He's he's not really had encouraging news throughout camp. So, just a lot of unknowns on that team. I like Byron Murphy addition. I think he's going to be pretty good. I thought he was always a pretty solid corner there in Arizona. Someone that you'll you will be recommending people to stream a lot, I'd say, this year. Yeah, no doubt. And and the division is pretty wide open, so you know, it it could happen. And before we move on to looking at the week one starts, uh, we're gonna watch a quick clip from at SGN football doc Sebastian Firon talking about Rashawn Gary and the huge news we got in IDP land on that just this week. This IDP Pros podcast segment is brought to you by the SGPN Fantasy Doc, Sebastian Firon. Sebastian is an Army veteran, a doctor of physical therapy, and a strength and conditioning specialist, and he'll be helping us with injury information all season long on the IDP Pros podcast. You can follow him on Twitter at SGPN Football Doc, all one word. What's up, guys? SGPN Football Doc here, and today we're talking about Packers and injury news. 
We're talking about former Michigan man turned Green Bay Packer defensive end, Rashawn Gary. Gary's working his way back from an ACL tear. He suffered in November, uh, November 6th specifically against the Detroit Lions. So your ACL, your anterior cruciate ligament, that's a major stabilizing ligament in your knee. Uh, typically what happens when a player tears that is they have season-ending surgery to go ahead and repair that ligament, which is what Gary had right around Thanksgiving of last year. So this ligament works to help um, players in their cutting ability, to help them decelerate, and really just provide that stability, especially when moving. Now, after that surgery, it comes with about a 10 to 12-month uh, recovery load. So it's a long, very major uh, surgery to kind of come back from. Uh, Gary's looking at just 10 months uh, from when he had his injury to week one. So typically, again, that 10 to 12-month range, players usually come back in that 11, 11 11-and-a-half-month is kind of the NFL average. But Gary's chances of making it back for week one just got a whole lot better today. So on Monday, August 7th, he was activated off of the PUP, the physically unable to perform list, uh, where he started training camp just a couple weeks ago. So just because he got activated does not mean he's a lock for week one, however. We're going to go ahead and see how he progresses. The Packers are going to kind of take it slowly. They already talked about kind of being cautious with him. He started on individual drills today. He's not really going to probably get an 11-on-11 or more live reps until probably next week, if not further on. So we don't know how much preseason work he's going to get. Maybe a little rusty, but they kind of want to make sure there's no setbacks in the kind of individual drills before progressing him from there. So definitely a situation to monitor. I would expect him back around week three or week four, if not earlier. Again, it's going to depend on his progress. Now, what to expect? I would expect, you know, a little bit of a dip in production. That's pretty common. We see uh, one year after ACL tears. So, you know, in 2021, he, he exploded with the nine and a half sacks. 2022, he was well on his way with six sacks in just nine games. However, I don't know if we can expect him to have those high sack numbers this year. With Zadarius Smith leaving and just Preston Smith on the other side, you know, there's, there's going to be a lot of pressure put on Gary to be a productive player for that Packers defense. I think he will help to provide some pressure, but I don't know if he's going to be able to turn in uh, so many of those pressures into sack like he has been the past two years. All right, guys, thanks for following and follow for more. So what do you think, man? I'm not reading too much into this. I'll see what happens week one. If he doesn't play a lot, then uh, I'll wait. Yeah, same. I mean, you just got to wait and see. I mean, uh, it's, it's it's good that he's back out there. I mean, it's better than him not being back out there. But he's not someone I'm going to be plugging in the lineup. I've said it on our podcast a lot. that like that's Those are guys that I just avoid. That first year coming off a major injury, ACLs, Achilles, I just like to wait on those guys one guy i am kind of back in on though harold landry mm. really really good news that has been coming out about him sounds like his teammates are super excited too i saw like kevin byard had a, a good quote about harold landry about how how hard he worked and like how much it's showing but yeah just you gotta wait i mean i don't know i'm I, he's he's not someone that i'm targeting i, I don't think i'm gonna have it's not going to be something that i'm deciding every week i'm not going to have any Rashawn Gary in redraft. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's the real answer here is we're so like tuned in on this stuff that anything that's iffy, whether it's this situation with Gary or, or anything else, Jamin Davis driving like an asshole and getting thrown in jail for 30 days, whatever it is. The second we learn about it, they're out. I'll find someone else. Shaq Leonard, Joey Bosa, TJ Watt, uh, Jamal Adams, to name a few. Uh, I don't have many or any of them because I don't feel like dealing with it and I will find someone else. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I mean, like I mentioned with linebacker, I mean, 
edge defensive lineman. It is so insanely deep now, too. There's just there is no sense in taking any risk like that. Like Johnny mentioned, just there's no reason to. Warning, the following IDP pros is for the deepest of DGEN IDP managers or those that inspire to be. So we're less than a month away, man. We got week one coming. We got some pretty, pretty good games week one. We're not going to hit all these, but let's hit some of the better ones at least and talk about some guys we want to play. Let's start with the maybe the best game of week one, Detroit at Kansas City, Thursday night football to kick it off. This is going to be, Vegas had this at like, I think it was almost a 57 over under. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that, I am looking forward to that, man. That's a great opening night. And I think a lot of people are kind of in on Detroit. If I was, I think I heard that somewhere. People are betting Detroit, maybe. Yeah, it's only a six and a half point spread. So, uh, wow, you know, okay. T- touchdown game. And, uh, you know, Detroit could probably, if they lose, keep it within a touchdown, I think. Yeah, I think so too. That'll be a fun one, man. That that Detroit team, I'm excited about them. I mean, they've they've had a pretty good offseason. Um love Chauncey Garner Johnson and what he's gonna bring to that defense. And then, you know, year two of Aiden. Uh you got Jameer Gibbs in the building now. Uh Jack Campbell's in the building. Brian Branch, that was a great pick, one of the better value picks of, of this past draft. So I mean, love what Detroit's doing. Um Yeah, that's going to be a fun game. Hey, all you crazy IDP fans. We are hosting the IDP Pros Breast Cancer Awareness Giveaway, where you can win a Roquan Smith Baltimore Ravens jersey. All you have to do to enter is donate $3 or more to any nationally recognized cancer organization and post a pic of your donation with the hashtag IDPROS. That's hashtag IDPPROS. The drawing will be held on August 24th. Find more information on this podcast Twitter page or on any of your favorite IDP Pros accounts. Enter today and help us bring cancer to its knees. So let's talk about that real quick. So so first things first, on the Detroit side of things, I, I'm waiting on Jack Campbell. I don't care what they say in, in camp or preseason game three, the dress rehearsal, until I actually see it, I am not putting him in my lineup. What are you doing? Yeah, exactly the same. I don't think I've drafted any Jack Campbell for 2023. You know, have him in Dynasty plenty. Love him in Dynasty. think he's already like a top six linebacker. I think that's where I have him in the in the ranks. So, yeah, love him in Dynasty. But, no, I'm, I, there's not any. I mean, about the only rookie I'm interested in is probably some of the safeties because those safeties usually end up being really good values. Like, think last year, like Jalen Petre, like was pretty much undrafted. So, it's one of those safeties that could end up hitting. Um, but other than that, like I'm completely out on basically all the rookies. Like I like Will Anderson. I think Will Anderson's going to be fine, but he's, everyone's already hip to him. Like he's already like a third or fourth round pick. And it's just like, gosh, I don't know. I don't think it's a little too rich for me. So not going to really have any of these rookies, uh, in these redraft leagues or these best ball leagues. Yep. Yeah. I'm probably with you on that. There's actually probably more to talk about here on KC side of things. So do you think uh furious George gets a little bit of a bump due to that? Susp- I, I can't remember who got suspended. Someone did on their line uh, for something oh, stupid. Ominahue. Um, right. I don't remember what he did, um, but Perfor- uh, performance enhancers, I think. Yeah, it's lame. Yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna do you know get suspended, like do something do something really cool, you know, like uh, like Alvin Kamara, like beat up somebody at least, you know. <laughs> no. 
but yeah, Kansas City. I mean, F FAU. I mean, I think he he's gonna get a bump. It's kind of like last year with with Carl Loftus. You know, I was I was kind of surprised. Like when you look at like the snaps that, that he ended up playing, like I was like, damn, that dude played like like 700, 800 snaps. I mean, that's that's really good for for a rookie like that. Now he was like into the first. So same thing with FAU. You know, um, he was also there into the first round pick. So I think that he probably gets the biggest bump. Uh, bump out of out of everybody. I think Carl Office was already solidified. Someone else that I'm probably not going to have a lot of, but I think he's he's he would be a solid start. Carl Loftus. That what's interesting to me is what what happens at that slot cornerback role. It was mm. Legarius Sneed all last season until the end. They started playing Trent McDuffie in that slot role. So how does that look um, this year? They just have a lot of they have a lot of really versatile pieces on that on that secondary. So I've heard Justin Reed's uh, added some weight. That's always a nice little hype piece in the offseason. He's added some weight, and he's he's uh, understanding the defense much better. There's also Brian Cook there. They brought in Mike Edwards. Yeah, I saw that. I I I think it's there. There has to be a way Edwards gets some snaps. It, it, just looking at the lack of experience back there with their safeties, like yeah, he's, he's got to get in there. Yeah, Juan Thornhill's gone. So yeah, I, I feel like it's probably Edwards and Justin Reed is the at least starting safeties. Just you know, start the year. I mean, I, I'll I'll start Justin Reed. I guess if like you know, um, I'm sure there's going to be some leagues where I completely fade defensive back, and that he's probably like my safety too. I'd probably be fine starting him. If you look at the way he finished last year, man, he really came on strong, and I think he was decently you know solid in the playoffs too. So. I like him to have a, a better year too there in Kansas City, but yeah, that's a that's a fun team. And uh, didn't even mention the linebackers. Maybe that's the most interesting thing. I mean, you got Drew Tranquil there now. It was already a crowded room with Willie Gay and Leo Chanel and Nick Bolton's obviously untouchable and and the locked in starter. But how did those how did the snaps get divided up among the LB two, LB three, and LB four? That's something that we'll be paying close attention to. I've kind of planted a flag on Drew Tranquil. I think that he's going to be the guy. Um, I think he's solid. I think he's, you know, a, a average to above average quarterback, a, a good leader. Um, so yeah, I, I think that he'll he'll be a nice little fit there for them and someone that's going. We talked about it on the on our show last night uh, in our ADP. He's like linebacker. 50 I think somewhere in that range and that's just that's crazy I mean that dude averaged like almost 14 points per game last year mm. just had a monster year so yeah he could he, he'll he be a nice little value I think yeah I'm with you on that I think Willie Gay takes takes a hit this year so uh lots of moving pieces there and and it's you know it's the same thing every year we're gonna spend the first month of the season figuring out all this shit and then by playoffs we'll be locked in but uh it, it's it's always fun to figure it out Another interesting game for IDP implications, Texans at Ravens. So uh, <clears throat> just starting on the Houston side of things, we got, um, you know, Jimmy, was it Jimmy Ward there now? Uh, yeah. As the other safety. And they, they had him listed as the strong safety. I, I looked at the coverage grades with him and Petrie, and there's no way he's the strong safety. He'll be playing deep. Texans linebackers are a mess. What are the Will Anderson expectations? Yeah. Um, yeah. Jimmy Ward. I mean, that's a sneaky little pickup for the Texans. I mean, remember he was with the Niners. So D'Amico Ryan's handpicked him and brought him over. 
I think he, I know he's listed as a cornerback on RSO. So if you're on RSO, I mean, he played like exclusively in the slot last year, I'm pretty sure, or at least most of his snaps were in the slot. But yeah, I mean, he's probably not someone that's going to be on, on your radar unless you're in a really deep, deep safety league. Linebacker is very interesting. Uh, Christian Harris, it sounds like they are giving him everything um, in camp. And that makes sense. I mean, he's a young guy. Like, they, they know what they have in Perriman and the vets. Like, like let Christian Harris get out there and kind of, you know, practice and, and, and work through what he's not good at, which will be a lot. I mean, he's a young, he's a young linebacker. That's a, that's like the, that's such a hard position. Like it's just so hard, especially in today's NFL, like trying to keep up with these insanely athletic tight ends, trying to cover running backs in the flat. Like it really is like, it's, it might be, it might be one of the hardest positions on defense these days. That's why you don't see a lot of linebackers grading well. Like a good line, like if, if you're into PFF and stuff, like if you look at like like a PFF grade for a linebacker like of a, a, a 65, that's like solid. That's like really solid. Like that's like a top 30 grade, it seems. Um, they're just, it's just, it's just hard. It's a hard position to play. Yeah, no doubt, man. That's true. And because we look at that for all 22. And if I can get, you know, 60s each week, that's great. I'll take that. Yep. But what what do you think's interesting? What what are you looking at week one? Any games stick out to you that you really want to just see what happens and look at after? Uh, back to the Texans real quick. I do think Perriman gets that LB two spot. I really like Perriman and love him. Been drafting the hell out of him everywhere. And then I think Grenard is pretty interesting next to Will Anderson, another guy that's been a crazy value. But uh, as far as the games, man, I don't care. I I haven't really looked. You just you just fire them at me, bro. We we'll be ready for whatever. Dude, I'm excited about every single one of these games. I mean, we can just go down through it. Seriously, I, it's just fun. It's just the, week one is just so much fun, just because there's so much unknown. There's also just there's so much just bullshit being fed, and also like the opinion of these nobody beat writers that everyone's just like lapping it all up. It's like, guys, this is your first off season. We do this stuff every single year. Like these beats are wrong, and these depth charts are just stupid. Like, like stop even paying attention like you're just wasting your brain and your energy uh looking at this shit like no one it doesn't matter that's true good right because Bijan robinson's not playing at all this year and uh <laughs> he's number three yeah he's number three and and all these uh like you know preseason depth charts people are taking as gospel which is absolutely insane no um uh, i got Please stop I got, it I, I got a good one. Hit us with hit us with the snap counts after week one. That's all. That's what we. That's what we're looking for. We don't care about these preseason depth charts. That's yeah, absolutely true, man. I got a good one for you. So let's talk Panthers, dude. Talk about too many goddamn chefs in the kitchen. Justin Houston just got signed. Deion Jones just got signed. They already had too many guys there to start before that. What what are we doing with that, man? The the, the competition for tackles is going to be insane. Yeah, and you didn't even mention they just wanted to bring in Von Bell too. Like they had, they had safeties, they had Chin, and they had um, who's the other guy that I'm, Xavier Z- Woods. Xavier Woods, yeah, yeah. It's like all right, let's just bring Von Bell in. Um, that's apparently a need. I do like Von Bell. It does feel like an upgrade, but yeah, I mean, it's um, I don't know. That's a it's. There's not a lot of talent on that line. I mean, I think like you're that defense is built around Brian Burns and Derek Brown. Uh, and then Frankie Louvu, like he's kind of an unknown. He was awesome last year. And like, there's no denying that like, he's a valuable 
piece to have like on a defense and extremely valuable for IDP, a guy that, you know, can just rack up tackles and then like has uh, a knack for getting sacks and getting in the backfield. Like that's, that's gold for IDP. But yeah, that's a defense that I don't know. I'm not really interested in, and in, in many players like, I guess Shaq Thompson's an okay value, but again, like you like you mentioned, they brought in Deion Jones. Um, he was at one point good. I mean, I know we haven't seen that in probably like two or three years, but I don't know. You just never like you just never like competition coming in. It yeah, just I, adds a adds just a tiny little bit of risk, right? And that's just like I don't know. It just moves them down a little bit for me. I'd, I'd I'll probably pivot away from the Carolina linebackers. Even Louvu's like he's 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 probably too expensive. Like he's he's still going like as a top ten linebacker. Yeah, that's that's true. I did hear an interesting take on it today on NFL Radio, driving around. Uh, that you know the division's wide open. Uh, they just went out and traded up to get their quarterback to set themselves up for the future. The time is now to start trying to win. So it, it feels like they're just, you know, getting depth where they need it and getting things set to make a run the next few years here. So I I, I could see that. But to, to, you know, for your point, yeah, we don't want added risk. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess a lot of, you know, a lot of Carolina's success kind of depends on the quarterback, you know, Bryce Young. I mean, if if he's successful and he's good, then I mean, suddenly that just that that's. That just raises everybody. It just it picks up the juice in the building, man. That's just good for everyone. People want to start going there. You know, free agents want to start joining that team. So, um, a lot of it hinges on that quarterback. You know. Yep, no doubt. Another kind of crazy situation: Arizona Cardinals. So all kinds of movement there. Zayvon Collins is now like a defensive end, apparently. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah. Isaiah Simmons is playing center field. What his actual designation will be? Who the hell knows? Uh, what are you guys doing with this team? Yeah, what a mess. Jeez. Um, I mean, I'm. I'm. Zayvon Collins is is fun. I mean, I think that that probably is the best position for him. I and mean, you look at the way the dude's built, he's like six, four And like, he, he's awesome. Like he, uh, at rushing the passer, like you look back at like his college highlights and stuff like that, that dude, I think is, I think he can be like, uh, it's hard to say someone could be like Micah Parsons, but I mean, he could be like a Micah Parsons light, you know? Um, I think he'd be better than like an Anthony Barr. I see that, that comp getting thrown out a decent amount. Um, but yeah, for the most part, I'm probably staying away. I mean, Zayvon Collins still has a pretty high ADP as well. I mean, he gets the dual designation on sleeper, so I mean that that makes people a little more excited for him on that platform. But I don't know. I, I, that defense is just—they're going to be terrible. I, they were definitely like a bottom three defense when I was doing those. I've been putting together some defense special team rankings, and. uh God, that team just sucks. I mean, losing J.J. Watt, losing Zach Allen, and then just the mess with, like, no one knows uh, what position uh, to put these these former, like, top, you know, both these guys were drafted, like, high in the first round. Like, Isaiah Simmons was, like, a top 10 pick. Like, Zayvon Collins was a top 20 pick. I mean, and they, they don't know how to use these guys. So... Yeah, it's a mess there, dude. I mean, I'm I'm Buda Baker's always someone that I'm gonna gravitate towards. But again, I you have to spend up a defensive back and you know that's just like something that I'm not gonna do. Yep, no doubt. Big same. 
Yeah, we can uh, let's pivot to Philly a little bit here. So big news the last couple of days: Miles Jack and Zach Cunningham signed by Philly. What's your take on this? I'm still, you know, I feel like uh, Nicobe Dean's still probably fine. I'm a little worried about Morrow, but Cunningham has always sucked. Is PFF greatest dog shit, and, and Miles Jack ain't much better. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I, I think it is it is some cause for concern if you're a Moro guy because also there's been some there's been a decent amount of Christian Ellis hype as well so um I mean there's there's a world where Christian Ellis could be the linebacker too there in Philly so yeah it's just it's murky even with N'Kobe Dean like I'm scared of I know that could be like uh if it does work out oh boy it could be bananas but it still is like everyone thinks it's going to work out. Like he's everyone's everyone's in on that. Everyone knows that for the most part, like if in uh, your like non dope leagues, you know, like everyone's expecting a, a breakout for, for Nicobe Dean, but probably avoid, I'm probably avoiding that, that those linebackers I'll add, you know, whoever ends up being the actual guy that's out there on waivers, you know, he'll end up, I mean, it'll, it'll be, it'll end up being like a Christian Ellis or one of these miles Jack or something like, I mean, you know, with those situations, more often than not, it ends up being a thing that's in flux all season too, and you got to chase it. So, so yep. you know, the, the opportunity will be there maybe more than once to get the guy that ends up being the second right. guy there. Yeah. yeah, and Kobe Dean also has had some health issues, right? So, I mean, can this guy make it through a full season? I mean, that's that's a very real question. What good is fantasy football content if it doesn't cover both sides of the ball? The SGPN IDP pros have you covered on defense, but we have more to offer than just IDP. Check out the 3D Dynasty podcast with Dave and Brad. That's right, the dude, the dork, and the dynasty. And follow that up with Heroes and Villains, featuring Justin Bruni and Andrew Robb. All of the SGPN Fantasy Football podcasts pride themselves on their actionable content. They bring the research and analysis you need to win your leagues. So help support SGPN and download the SGPN app and catch all of our premium fantasy football content. Another uh, big piece of news this week. So John Johnson going back to the Rams. Uh, pour some out for Rusty East. <laughs> yeah, I hate to see it. <laughs> Dude, is this going to be the old John Johnson or what do you think? I kind of think so. I mean, we know how bad that team's going to be. I mean, like he's immediately like, I don't know. He's become like the fourth best player immediately on that defense. That's another just awful, awful defense. Um, it's Aaron, it's Aaron Donald. And then boy, that that's literally it. Um, and we, and we like Ernest Jones for IDP, but I mean, I don't know, you know, I don't know how special of a player he actually is. I mean, that team, that team's terrible. That team does not have a lot of talent. So yeah, I think John Johnson, I mean, I think he's gonna, he could be someone that we look up at the end of the year and he's got a hundred tackles. I think that we could see him kind of return to, to form there in, in, uh, in LA. I mean, remember John Johnson at one point was like a pretty prize safety. Like a lot, he had a lot of fans. Like I, I know Bobby's always been a big fan, um, but he, he put together plenty of solid seasons there in LA. Yeah, no doubt, man. It's definitely a possibility. Availability is the best ability. He's going to play a lot this year on yep. a defense that'll be on the field a lot. So that that's a yes. good start, no doubt. So, Terrible so, team. Terrible team, just uh, overall, too. I mean, the offense is yikes. 
yeah, it's it's not good. They sold out to get the title, and uh, that's fine. I I would have been I would have been happy doing the same. Yeah, they got that ring. Yep, that's all that matters. So, do want to ask you about this since you are the Jalen Phillips authority around these parts. A lot of hype this off season. What uh, what do you think, man? Is this is this the year? I think so. I think so. It was a bummer with the Jalen Ramsey injury. I mean. I just I, I love that pickup there uh, in Miami. I mean, just it's it's only going to help the pass rush, you know. When you have when you have a good secondary, um, just covering those receivers uh, just allows those edge guys uh, and interior guys to get home um, a lot more. So yeah, I mean, I was excited about that. That's was a little bit of a bummer, you know. But I mean, if there's a candidate for like like a Max Crosby type, you know, year three leap. It would be Jalen Phillips. Um, I mean, he, he, if you look at like all the advanced metrics, like the dude crushed it across the board. I think he was like top 10 in pressures. PFF grade was like high 80s. Just everything. Every pass rush win rate was, was really good. Um, pressure rate was, was really, really good. Just everything you want out of your guys. Um, was good. And also I mean, just the way he plays. I mean, he's a, he's a excellent athlete. Um, and then he's just got a great motor and that's the key. Like to, to every single one of your elite edge rushers, they're all that, like, that's what, that's, that's what they all share. It's not just that they're all athletes and they just went off the athleticism. No, those dudes all want to be great. Like Micah Parsons, Ma- Max Crosby, Miles Garrett. Yes. They are insanely, uh, gifted athletically, but those guys have high motors, um, want to be great. And Jalen Phillips, I mean, same type dude, like an absolute dog. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, just what's around him, you know, I mean, uh, people sleep on Bradley Chubb. I love Bradley Chubb. I think Bradley Chubb is an awesome player. Um, Christian Wilkins, one of the best defensive tackles in the league. He's, he's about to get Buku's of money. Um, and then they bring, they bring in Vic Fangio, one of the best defensive coordinators, in probably NFL history. Um, David Long's there now. I mentioned Jalen Ramsey. He's coming back at some point. Uh, Javon Holland, expect him to take a, a, another step this year. So, I mean, just a really good defense. But, yeah, I think uh, I think the best piece of that defense is going to be Jalen Phillips. And I think, yeah, he's going to have a big coming out party. And uh, he's going he's gonna to get a lot more fans. I'm excited. I'm, I'm going to be here for it. No doubt, buddy. He's he's uh plus fifteen hundred to be defensive player of the year, also or the sacks leader, one of the two. I forget what it was. I put some cash on it for you guys. So yeah, I mean, might as well. I mean, you could you could see him just pop off and be insane. I mean, if and if Miami does have you know if a great year, which I mean, that's a team that's like one of the more balanced teams, uh, in the league, like offense and defense. I mean, if they if they can have a great season. You know, they go like what, like 14 and three or something like that. I mean, and Jalen Phillips has like 14 to 15 sacks. I mean, yeah, he's going to be tossed in that conversation, you know? So I, I do like that bet. Those are really good odds because he's elite. He's already elite. He's a, he's already a top 10 edge guy in my eyes. So I love it. Good stuff there, man. Good stuff. Plus, you know, it, I think the timing is going to work out really good, too, because Jalen Ramsey will be coming back November-ish. 
and and we get that defense coming back together at just the right time for you to get into fantasy playoffs and ride his ass all the way through to get you a title. Yes, and I mentioned earlier like uh, juice and and there being juice in in a building, in an organization. That's what's going on in Miami right now. Just good vibes, good coaching staff, um, players that seem like they're having fun. Right, those guys all seem like they they get along and and they're excited to be there. And I mean, and that's um, that stuff matters. I do want to ask you guys what you got going on this season. What 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 is available at the idpshow.com and how do people get involved? Oh man, we got we got so much going on over at the idp uh, idpshow.com. Uh rankings, dynasty, best ball. We have combined rankings, you know, offense plus idp. We're going to have in-season weekly rankings from our boy Jace Abbey. We just got tons of great people over there doing great work, man. We're going to have articles coming out all the time. We got Boo Bam doing his waiver article every week. Um, Jake Colehagen's writing an article for us, uh, I think, every week. Um, just continuing to grow that website and, and just uh, collaborate with some really, really smart people. But then, yeah, you know, outside of that, the the website, like you can expect uh, an episode of the, the IDP show every single week. Uh, and then there'll be a preview episode. Uh, following that with Evan and Jake. So, yeah, you know you know how it goes, man. It's it's just going to be um, just non- nonstop, and uh, we're going to be loving it. It's a grind, but, I mean, it's fun, and I, and I wouldn't want to be doing anything else. Right, and there's a sense of pride to it, too, when, when you do it year after year successfully, and you get through it, and, and you're one of the few that does. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> We just, we just, we, we, this little world can break you. And, you know, it's, it's a lot of fake, just silliness, just a lot of, just a lot of stuff that just, uh, I don't know. You, 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 it, you don't need to worry or put so much energy into the Twitter world and trying to be liked by the community. You know, that stuff doesn't matter. Just find your folks and just stick to those people and just try and do good work. I mean, that's, that's the main thing. Just try and do good work. Focus on that. Focus on what you got going on. And the rest will take care of itself. Wise words, my friend. Wise words. So everyone should absolutely be following him. He is at Adam IDP of the IDP show.com. Uh, co-host, ranker, known degenerate. Adam, thank you, sir. This uh, We could go all night. So I'm just going to kill it before we do. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's very easy talking with you, uh, my friend. You're one of my favorite people, dude. I, I, I love you. I really appreciate you having me on. Hopefully the, uh, the folks at home enjoyed this and uh, you don't get nasty tweets or emails or faxes whatever they however they get in touch with you (laughs) no it'll be good uh thank you everyone for listening gary will be back next week after he returns from vacation and we will be three weeks away from the season so we're getting there uh everyone have a great week we'll see you next time take care